Murder Among Family contains some graphic content. Listener discretion is advised. Okay, Hello. it worked. Wow. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Let's get this going. Let's start it off so we can just chit chat. Okay. Hello and welcome to Murder Among Family because family drama can be murder. I'm Pam. And I'm Erin. Hello, y'all. Hey. I'm sorry I I didn't respond right away. I was getting chips and ice cream. Oh, really? I had a chocolate bar for dinner. Ooh. Awesome. I I had shrimp scampi, but then I was like. Yeah, and then I burned a thousand calories trying to get Lily to bed. And so now I have a bag of sour cream and onion ruffles so that Michael would share with me. Good. (sighs) Good for you. And Boots on the Moon, Netflix, Space Force, Ben and Jerry's ice cream. We are not. What is that flavor? Get ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. It is a universe of milk chocolate ice cream with fudge cows. Okay. Toffee meteor clusters and an or- <laughs> orbiting a sugar cookie dough core. What? Yeah. <laughs> so the center intense. of it is sugar cookie dough. There's I don't know why there's chocolate cows. I haven't gotten that far in Space Force yet, I guess. What flavor is the ice cream? Milk chocolate. Okay. I feel like right. I missed that. It's a universe of milk chocolate ice cream with fudge cows. I like a good milk chocolate ice cream. I love milk chocolate, even though it's the worst chocolate for you, but I love it. Milk chocolate tastes way better because yes. it's, be- it's the worst. I also got a lottery scratcher. You did? Did you win anything? I'm scratching as we speak. A grandpa gave me one of his scratchers from his birthday quote. Shit. Yeah. I'm going to bleep nice. that. <laughs> and <laughs> It's been a day with grandpa. That's one. Has it? Is he drinking okay, his dark so, and stormy? No, he's drinking gin straight out of the bottle, so it's what? it's ideal. Oh my god! Yeah, what? we're we're in dark days. No one drinks gin straight. Seriously, no one. Um, I mean, like double. I love a good gin and tonic, or like a gin and soda, but I don't. I know, like right? Gin straight. That sounds awful. No one's like, you know what I need? Straight gin. Yeah, no one says that. I want that. a glass of some straight gin. It was a double loser. I did not oh, win the lottery. Really? Which is surprising, because usually I'm extremely lucky. Yeah, normally you are lucky with that kind of stuff. I, on the other hand, am not lucky with that stuff. <laughs> I am Here you go, Mac. Go outside. Oh, so you have to hear this. Yeah, oh, okay. shoot. I'm ready. Okay, so for Tell those me. who don't know, my mother-in-law oh, God. is Here we go. interesting herself. So yeah, interesting my... in a really nice way. Nice work. Okay. So for Father's Day, she bought oh. my husband two shirts. Yeah. Both seem a little bit mean. Like there's oh. a message in them. Really? <laughs> she got him a swim shirt, quote, so he could wear a shirt at the beach. <laughs> That's so mean. What the hell? Why? Why would she do that? And then that? she got him another shirt. In a smaller size, quote, so he can leave it open. God, it's a button down? Yes, and long sleeves. Happy summer. Did he throw them away or, like, burn them? I I don't even know if he's tried them on. So she also bought Grandpa a shirt while she was oh, getting, no. you know, messages. Message shirts. Oh, my God. And she what bought Grandpa. Her? 
a button-down short sleeve shirt. Now, Grandpa? I've seen Grandpa wear a short sleeve button-down shirt maybe five times. It's always on the say. hottest day of the year. He has one short sleeve button-down. That is his shirt. And it is bright orange. Oh, wow. And it's a very loud pattern. What is wrong with her? Why? That doesn't make any sense. Has she ever bought him clothes before? She buys him clothes all the time. And sometimes she loves them. wear them? Sometimes. Like every 15th piece of clothing. Not a good percentage. (laughs) But, um... Here's my favorite. So she came up today to give him dinner, quote, because I don't, like, I don't know why. I don't know why. Because I make dinner every night. I offer him dinner every night. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't make food and then say, no, old man, you're not eating tonight. (laughs) Go sit in the corner. Like, I'm not a monster. Yeah. So she brought up meatballs and spaghetti, classic July 1st food, which, by the way, did not realize it was July 1st until literally maybe an hour ago. Yes, today is July 1st. Why is it July? My mom's birthday is tomorrow. Happy birthday, Rita! Right? Sarah and I got her a oh gift card to Marshall's because she's redoing our house. Oh my god, she's going to live her best life in Marshall's. Right? She really is. Marshall's, home goods, oh. they all work the same. They're all great. Oh, so, so Kathy comes in with the pasta. Yeah. She goes, oh, I see you got your shirt. Now, I didn't oh. say anything to her when I gave him the shirt, no. but he did not like it. He had an adverse reaction. Grandpa? So she... Yeah. What'd he do? So, and because Grandpa's been on the gin lately, his filter is gone. (laughs) And so she goes, oh, how do you like the shirt? And you know what my motto is? Don't ask a question you don't really want to know the answer to. And he said, I hate it. It's ugly. Oh. And she goes, what? Really? What? And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no, I'm down here. Why am I here for oh this my conversation? God, no one else is here. Did you run upstairs? Mike and Lily are upstairs. I'm like, how can I move past them oh to get upstairs? But then my favorite, she starts arguing with him, why? arguing about why he should like this shirt. What? Have you ever argued with someone about a gift that you bought for them? No. I... And why they should like it? No. Or do you just give them a gift receipt and move on? I make sure to, whenever I give someone something, that it comes with a gift receipt. Because I realize that my taste is not everyone's taste. And also, even if you have perfect taste, sometimes it's a miss. Yeah, right? Like You're not perfect with everything. Gifts can always be a miss. There's literally a podcast called I Told You No Gifts, where they talk about gifts. Really? Yeah, actually, it's a really good podcast. It's on the Exactly Right Network. It's really good. Solid podcast. But do you want to hear the reasons why Grandpa should like the shirt that he hates? Oh, my God. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. One, Uh it goes well with your coloring. As in your skin coloring? I'm assuming. Not his eyeshadow. Okay. Look, the Uh, shirt is bright orange. I... Yeah, I'll put the picture up on the Instagram at Murder Among Family. Follow us on Instagram so you can see this shirt in all its glory. Oh my god! And uh, oh, it's summer, so you'll be cool when you go outside. Does it have a fan? One of his responses as well. What? What do you say? (laughs) So he go. It goes good with your coloring. I don't like it. Uh, The it will go well because it's so cool outside. You know, it'll keep you cool outside. I don't go out much. Yeah, was his response. (laughs) 
you know, Jimmy would have liked this shirt, which is my brother-in-law. And he goes, we'll give it to Jimmy. Oh, it's not his size. <laughs> you know, this was the last shirt. I scooped it up. It was the last shirt. Okay. I don't like it. Oh, so, my God. Wow. She's really not why? taking no for an answer. She's not taking no. She's just digging and digging. And she's and trying like, okay. her hardest. And you're just there awkwardly sitting there listening to all of this. No, and I'm like, at this point, I like hide my face and run up the stairs. Like, oh, I'm like, oh, oh my God. Dinner. I'm now, dinner is on the table getting cold. And I uh, also made pasta. So, why does she bring him dinner? If you know you, you, you make, you make dinner every night, why is she bringing him dinner? I don't know. At the beginning, when I started cooking more around the house, mm-hmm. Grandpa called her up to say how good my dinner was, and then oh. it was like a competition thing. Ah, that's but it. But to be honest, right now he's you know not in the best of health. Well, he's drinking gin all day long. Of course, he's not in the best of health. He's drunk no. all the time. And so she, this is like how she checks on him, and so she'll come up or she'll send Frank up oh, and God, like Frank and and inspect the area. Did I tell you Frank got to see my porch? He did. What do oh, you yeah. think of okay, it? Here's... He told Kathy, oh, oh my God, Pam did so great with the back porch, uh-huh. but she got rid of everything. Oh. Because, wow. you know, Frank's a hoarder. Frank. Except I didn't get rid of anything except for the recycling that we keep on the back porch. Oh, <laughs> everything else is underneath the porch where it should be. Right. And the things that are under the porch are Christmas decorations. So for anyone out here who thinks I'm just burning old men, people, things, like, no, I'm not. It's under the porch. Oh, my God. See, Your I... grandpa keeps his Christmas decorations see, during the year. I'm a minimalist. Like, I literally don't have many things in my house. And um, things like, like, I feel like if there's too much clutter, I'll just be like, I need to throw it away. I need to throw it away. I need to throw it away. I got to tell you, Aaron. Yeah, I understand you. Yes, and living in another person's house is literally painful for me, as you know. Yes, yes, yes. And the amount of stuff I have gotten rid of. Yes, just like socks from the fifties. Like it makes no sense. Like tube socks from the fifties, and everything is a conversation because I don't want to throw away anything that anyone's gonna love. Oh my god! But literally, just to piece by piece clear out space. No, you should do when like. Ugh, take all my burn it all to the ground. Yeah, take all take all of my clothes and set them on fire. Set them all on fire. Mm. To be honest, all he wears now are gym shorts anyway, so Jesus. why not? Oh my god. She well don't buy him clothes chips. because you know they're good. They're, oh my god. I can't believe Kathy bought him clothes. Literally a shirt she that always was buys too clothes. small to quote wear open and a swim shirt so you can wear a shirt when you're swimming. That's Awesome. Um, pot calling the kettle black. Yeah, that's <laughs> literally terrible. That's so insulting. It's a little mean. Yeah, oh, also, mom called today. She's mean. so excited we're recording. Oh, is she? Oh, Susan. Yeah, mom was like, oh my God, you're recording. I'm so excited for Friday. I'm like, do you want a preview? You want me to tell you what it's about? And she goes, no, I want to be surprised. Does she? I love Susan. She's like our number one fan. I love it. She literally is our number one fan because my sister, I think, has listened to two. Oh my God, Jenny, come on. How is Jenny? I know. Did you guys have uh, a good visit? Well, uh, she, because it was my birthday, the visit? Yeah. Jennifer's just intense. I yes. love her. 
She's just a lot. She's very scared right now. She really can't oh, handle yeah. the stress. But it's not. It's a lot for her. Yeah, it is a lot. And she's very scared about mom. Yes. Yes. I think that's what it comes down to. Like, if mom dies, she's going to take out a city block. Oh, my God. <laughs> she's going to detonate herself and explode and take out an entire city block. Well, Susan's not really going anywhere. Is she? Susan's not going anywhere, and she's very careful, but because she yeah. has uh, certain things yeah, that yeah. make her more prone to being affected by the coronavirus, uh, she gets upset that people aren't taking it seriously. I yeah. I also get upset that people aren't taking it seriously. I get, upset. I get upset about it all the time. Like, even at work, like, you know, I was traveling today, and I went to um, Long Island, and I can't even tell you, like, how many... People, just people, not even employees, but people that I had to tell, like, I need you to wear a mask. I need you to pull your mask up. I need you to pull your mask up. I need you to pull your mask up. And they're like, you're saying that a lot. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm not trying to get sick. Thanks. But also, like, be considerate. Is it really that hard? Yes. I saw a meme the other day. It was like, I'm being asked to do a lot of things recently. It's like, don't commit rape. No sexual assault. Wear a mask. And I'm not finding it that hard. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's not that hard. Just put a mask on. Don't sexually assault people. No yeah. murder. You know, it's really not that hard. Yeah, it's a whole mess. And I feel like people just aren't, they're not being empathetic towards it. They're just like, my feelings. And I'm like, you know what? My feelings too, but no one cares about my feelings. Well, it's not even that, like, I get it that you probably had it and you think you have antibodies, but this is not a disease that anyone knows what it is. Yeah. And we're now getting more and more research that the antibodies don't hold out. Yeah. There is no vaccine. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, I just stick at my kids. And I'm like, no one told you to have more than one. No one told you to have any. Yeah, Calm that's down. true. Yeah, 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 that's true. I'm sorry that you, you chose wrong and you had children, but they're yours. Yeah. And so you have to deal with it. Like, I can't, I can't help you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I keep, ugh. it's just one of the mommy bloggers I follow keeps posting about how she hopes school is open in the fall. Mm-hmm. And she only has one of her two kids in school. Mm-hmm. And I understand, I feel very bad that Lily doesn't get the socialization. She doesn't get to hang out with her friends. She just saw grandma after six months. Yeah. She just starts seeing her grandma more frequently. That I can't mm-hmm. take her to the park, really. That she can't run around. I feel bad for that. But you know what I also I feel bad about? If she was in the hospital for coronavirus. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I don't want her sick either. So like, we stay inside. We're very strict about where we're going. Yeah, you sure are. Do I, do I want to go to the beach? Yes, I want to go to the beach. But every time I think about going to the beach, I think about a new environment filled with germs. And I'm going to cough now. <clears throat> Sorry, everyone. Sorry, I warned you. It was coming. <laughs> and it's here. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I don't know. It's just, a, I, don't, I, I don't know. It's just like, I can't be surprised with people anymore because people, I, like, I can't, I feel like it's just a mess. Speaking of a mess and dumpster <laughs> people. <laughs> dumpster people. Wait, wait, I have a no. So, okay, go, go, so go. So in one of my stores the other day, one of the an associate called me and they were all upset. They're like, someone was being mean to me. And I'm like, okay, so your feelings are hurt. And they're like, yeah, I'm mad. And I'm like, okay, I'm mad. And they're like, so-and-so told me that my lips were toilets. I'm like, <laughs> what? And they're like, so-and-so told me that I had toilets for lips. And I was like, what does that mean? And they're like, what? yeah. And they're like, 
that I, the only thing that comes out of my mouth is sh-. And I was like, oh, what? Wow. I was like, this is a that first. Is a very creative way to I say that. Like, this is a first for me. I have never heard someone tell someone that their lips were toilets. But okay. <laughs> Not even the toilet seat. Literally. Or your yeah. mouth is a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> your lips are toilets. Okay. Okay. Speaking of toilet paper, toilet people, mouth. you got toilet lips. Amber, Amber, and her friend Sean were talking about how she never meets a nice man. Oh God. Amber had a rough go of it. She recently broke, like she broke up with her last boyfriend because she found out he was married after she had become pregnant oh, with his child. Jesus. Oh my god. She had just spent this is starting off not not great. ideal. She had just spent a lot of time putting herself through masseuse school. Amber, mm-hmm. I could use you, girl. And um right, and she same. was just looking for a nice man. Well, her buddy Sean mm-hmm. was keeping an eye out and she's in one day he comes back from a convention for salespeople and he says, "Amber, I have found the man for you." They were in Anaheim, mm-hmm. California, business conference. And he's like, I met this man, Scott. He is perfect. <gasps> oh, my God. Is it Scott Peterson? Yeah. Ready. Scott Peterson. Oh, my God. Scott Peterson told Sean that he was single and ready to mingle, looking for a smart lady for a long-term relationship. Oh my God! Where was that guy when I needed him? Sean or Scott Peterson? No, like just a man saying that. Like I'm single, ready to mingle in a long term relationship. I feel like I don't say that. you should hold that down until you learn a little more about Scott Peterson. No, I know Scott Peterson. He was the one on the news, and he killed his wife and his unborn baby. Okay, this is where we're going. I'm going to throw some things at you because for like a hot second, yeah. I was pretty convinced that he didn't do it. And then Mike yelled at me and now I'm convinced that he did it. You're convinced again that he did it? Well, I watched two documentaries that basically were like... Today? Uh, yesterday. And then I watched a third this morning. What? Oh, I watched God. a lot about this. I wanted to, I wanted to be good and... Per- well, get, I'm trying to tell a unique story here. I'm trying to get aspects. Okay. Got it, got it. Okay, okay. Sorry for interrupting. Well, I'm so just you saying, just told the whole I story was... in about three sentences, and I have like ten pages that I hand wrote <laughs> while watching documentaries. <laughs> Sorry. By the way, everyone, I'm the one who edits the podcast and put it up online. So Aaron just pooped in my pudding. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to poop in your pudding. You pooped. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Aaron, you have toilet seats for a living. <laughs> wow. This is a good episode already. I'm in. Twenty is, minutes right? in one paragraph. Let's We're good, see. right? Oh, my mom really who liked our title from last who week. Who needs the rest of it? The rest of it, I already told the story. This is it. We're done. Okay now. guys, this is all just icing. You know the ending. Aaron told you. <laughs> gory parts for you too i like went through and i was like you know what aaron doesn't need to hear this it's gonna give her a nightmare no. i'm gonna put it back yeah. in yeah i'm gonna put it in now. no don't put it in oh my god <laughs> no next time you tell the whole story in a sentence i'm gonna put in all the facts 
guy was on the news. He was on the news for four straight years. He actually shared the same amount of media coverage as the Iraq War. <laughs> really? Yes. Yes. Wow. There's a reason that I thought for a hot second that he might not have done it. And then he did literally the everything War? suspicious as humanly possible. No, the Iraq War actually had nothing to do with why I didn't think he did. Oh, okay. Why didn't you think he did it? Can I tell you the story and then I will... <laughs> 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 For people who don't know who Scott Peterson is, even like, but you know what, probably everyone, because if Aaron knows, that anyone knows. I was going to say, everyone knows the outcome. I already ruined it. We're 20 I mean, minutes my... in and I already ruined it. My daughter probably knows the entire Scott Peterson story, and she wasn't even yeah, born. she probably does. She was yeah, like, hey, remember that guy who killed his wife and kid? She's literally, like, two years old. But she'll be like, remember that one time you were recording a podcast with Erin and she ruined it? She ruined <laughs> it. She just pooped in the pudding. It kept going. <laughs> with my toilet mouth. My toilet seat lift. <laughs> okay. So Sean gave Peterson's number to and Amber Peterson. They they exchanged numbers and they set a date for late November. Yes. So uh-huh. Amber meets up with Peterson in the hotel bar. From what I understand, there's a lot of conflicting stories. Literally every person on earth has interviewed Amber, and except for maybe me. Like I thought, I hey, maybe say. I should just call her up for the podcast and see if she wants to come on. But uh, yeah. no I don't way. think we have Amber Fry money. No, yeah, so, probably not. Probably not. And by probably now she's like, got to change her name, right? I mean, she's very recognizable, oh. but not in a way that you're like, oh, that's Amber Fry, Scott Peterson's mistress. Maybe. Or she's like, did we go to high school? Were you on the volleyball team? Do we know each other from that one time at Starbucks? That one time. Oh, oh Starbucks. Oh, nice. No, I don't miss Starbucks. You don't? No, everyone's always. It's like a subway in there. There's too many people. The coffee it's is like not that good. Sub- it is mediocre. Unless you you're getting prefer- a frappuccino, it's basically a cake. Just hand me a piece prefer- of cake. Do you prefer Dunkin' Donuts over? No, Starbucks? I am not an intense caffeine addict. Oh, like, you know what? Not- you don't even drink coffee. What am I asking? No, for? I don't drink coffee at all. I prefer I drink- Starbucks coffee because it's darker in in flavor. So I feel like Dunkin' Donuts just like gives me indigestion because it's so sweet. I don't know anything about you people. It's craziness. Okay. So November 20th, they meet in the hotel bar and Scott's like, oh, I'm so excited for this. Oh, you know, but like I was uh, working all day. Do you mind if we go up to my hotel room so I could just freshen up a little before dinner? Yeah, I would say, yes, I mind that. I I mean, that's how you get murdered, Amber. Like, I don't want to be that person. Yeah, that's seriously. How you get what murdered. does she know? Yeah, what does she know? She knows absolutely nothing. I don't blame any victim of anything, but this seems a little bit like how date rape happens. Jesus. I'm going to have a drink. You go freshen up. I'll meet you back here, buddy. Oh, my God. I'm not God. walking into a hotel room. This is a Weinstein episode, is all I'm saying. Oh, my God. Is that guy still alive? I, God help us. I pray that he has the coronavirus. Someone has to die famous from this thing. That have, sucks. Have you ever heard Cardi B say coronavirus? Yes, and it is life. Coronavirus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's how I. That's how I say the coronavirus in my head. Oh goodness! I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad one good thing can come of this, and it's Cardi B. 
<laughs> Cardi B, she's a mess. Her nails. But <laughs> her nails are fabulous. Her nails are everything. <sighs> okay, so they go up to his room, and out of his duffel bag, just like Jesse, instead of pulling a head, he pulls some champagne and strawberries. Mm. So cliche. Romance. Was this in the 90s? It is the 90s. Yeah, of course, because who gets strawberries and champagne in a hotel room? Uh, yeah, not me. Fertilizer salesman. What? Oh, that's what Peterson sold. You didn't know that? No, he sold fertilizer? Yep, for a Spanish company, which is confusing. What? Like Spain or South America? Spain, Spain. Interesting. Right? I have so many more questions about that, and I couldn't figure out anything about it. Did a lot of research. Went on a side hustle for it, but uh, nothing. Okay, so after they had their champagne and strawberries in his hotel room, and I guess he took a shower. Like, that's not really friggin' awkward. Yeah. So weird. Anyway, they had a dinner in a private room at a Japanese restaurant. Watch out, Anaheim. Although I think it was San Francisco now that I'm saying that. Wow. Uh, they had, their conversation flowed easily. Amber felt Scott was easy to be around. After dinner, they went to a karaoke bar, sang, and slow danced until the bar closed. Wow. Sounds so romantic. Super romantic. Now, Aaron, what do you think they did after this deliciously romantic date? They went up and had sexual relations. Indeed, they immediately became intimate because Amber knows no bounds. She's a sexy massage therapist. She's got nothing but touch happening. Uh, immediately afterwards, she felt like she she was really embarrassed that like they went that far on the first date. He's like, "No, it's natural. We have just this connection. It's natural and I'm to like, have sex Ew. on the first date. That's not natural." I guess if Scott's that sexy or throwing that much champagne at you. I don't, I don't know. Like... I don't know. Also, why are you slow dancing at a karaoke bar? I don't know. I'm not. I don't like karaoke. I'm not good at it. Even when like really, super... I love yeah. it. No, you I know love what? Karaoke. I feel like I'm so uptight. I can't do any of that stuff. Like even when I'm oh, drunk, I'm just like I can't do this. I'm not into uh, this. Well, it... <laughs> While I was training to be a teacher, two or three of the people were getting married in my my teaching group. Wow. And we threw a teacher's bachelorette party. We knew we weren't invited to the wedding or anything like that. But we were like, we're going out because we were like trapped in a room together all day. We're like, we're going to. We got a private room at a karaoke bar. And it was just only the teachers and a ton of food and a ton of drinks. And we just screamed into a microphone about three feet away from each other. It was wonderful. That sounds really intense. Oh, it was. It was pretty awesome. That sounds super also, intense. all I'm picturing Jesus. is some slow dancing to islands in a stream. Anyone? No? What is that? Islands in a stream. That is what we are. I don't even know if the words are right. Coming from a region. Reaching for a star. Come away with me. Run away. You don't even know the word. I don't. I'm not even sure that's the title. But that's what I'm picturing them slow dancing to while like a a Japanese businessman sings it into the... And they're just slow dancing. They're like, this is so awesome. Oh my God. Anyway, Amber says it was so romantic and he was so romantic. 
and all of their following dates were so romantic and he was very very kind to her daughter whose name i'm now going to try and pronounce and it's not going to be correct do you want me to spell it out bananas i'm going to spell it out everyone get a pen and paper you ready wait a yes a y i a n n a ayana 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 Ayana. there has to be a better way to spell that i don't know I, I there also know. should be a different name. I'm sorry. I 120% believe there should be spell check when you try and spell your child's name in the hospital. I, You're on too many drugs. Today, I saw a person whose name was James, and guess how it was spelled? Okay, okay. G Y M S E. Oh my God, that Jimes. would be awful. Jim, no, it was. <laughs> Was it the letter X and a W, but it's pronounced James? <laughs> Who are you? Elon Musk and Grimes? <laughs> Basically. I don't even know Grimes' mm-hmm. first name. Jimes. It was, okay, so it was spelled J-A-Y-M-E-S. Jimes. J-A-Y. I have a student whose name was spelled similarly, but that was not, her name, his name, her name was not James. Hmm. Spell my name like like the man Aaron. So I'm like, yeah, you can call me Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. <laughs> Hi, I'm Aaron. Want to see my wiener? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Peterson even took Ayana on some of their outings. Uh, yeah. I think he took her to go get a Christmas tree. Scott would come over and cook meals for them. Uh. Thanksgiving was coming around the corner and Scott told Amber he was going to be on a fishing trip in Alaska. Wow. After that, they kept growing and growing. More fancy romantic dinners. He kept buying her presents. They'd have these deep, long conversations about their feelings. And anyone who has a husband knows they love talking about their feelings. Oh, I can't get Mike to shut up about his feelings and all the feelings he's having. Oh, Pam, I feel so much. And I'm like, I know, Mike, you feel My feelings. a lot. Please tell me more about your feelings. No, he do- they don't do that. Okay, all of this is suspicious. Don't be Not suspicious. one fight. Don't be suspicious. They never fought. <laughs> they didn't like, she didn't like, she was like, oh, it was the perfect relationship. Okay, in December, uh-huh. Sean, who uh-huh. had introduced the couple, yes. found out that Scott was not so single. And he was like, Scott, I know you're married. I'm going to tell Amber. And Amber's, and Scott's like, no, no, no. I'm going to tell Amber. But you don't understand. I was married. I lost my wife. And it's just hard to talk about. Oh, On December fair. 9th, he sat Amber down. And he's like, Amber, we need to talk. Mm-hmm. And he's, she's like, and he's like, I was married. I lost my wife. And she was like, okay, no follow-up questions. No follow-up questions. Mm. She even told Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer? You know, that guy's a sexual Yeah, everyone predator. interviewed her. This is this is before he was a sexual predator. Oh, I guess he was a sexual predator. We just didn't know. Yeah, because I remember. This- okay, so I remember watching the news the day that he got kicked off. The day after he got kicked off, they made the Hoda, or that other lady made an announcement. And she was like, Matt Lauer, Manola. Robin or Hoda? No, not Hoda. I guess it's Robin. 
the blonde, the really thin blonde one. Oh no, I don't know who that is. Either. I don't know what her name is, but anyway, she was like, Matt is no longer with us, and Hoda will be fi- will be taking his place. And I'm like, oh, I love Hoda. Oh. She's great. I'm completely fine with that. Hoda's amazing. Yeah, she's awesome. But and anyway. she earned it. How long has she been drinking with Kathy Lee before she got that spot? For real. For... You know she was just drinking to get through the day. Well, I mean, can you blame her? I feel like doing that every single day. I know, right? Yeah, for real. Okay. So, yeah. Amber actually asked only one question. and it, So, Matt Lauer's like, you didn't want to ask him how his wife died? And she said, it seemed like a lot to, like, be nosy at that time. Interesting. And I get that, too, because if you're like, oh, what was it? I So, my dad died, and my husband, who was not my husband at the time, was in charge of telling all my friends. But he didn't, like, know who to call. And I was mm. at a friend's bachelorette party. This is a lot of bachelorette parties. Yeah. I was at my friend's bachelorette party, like, two years later. And she was like, hey, how's your dad? And I'm like, oh, he's dead. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry for ruining your bachelorette party. Oh, <laughs> my God. And she, you know what? She did ask, how did he die? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. I guess you that is a pretty normal question to ask someone. Yeah. But you always want to lie and say something cool, like, well, yeah. NASCAR. N- NASCAR? Tire came off a car and just tore him down. <laughs> My God. What the hell? <laughs> His chute didn't open. NASCAR? What? No, it was what? ridiculous. This is Pam. I'm just saying, yeah. that would be a cooler way than he killed himself. Oh my god, speaking of shoots not opening, Sarah jumped today. Oh, yeah. Sarah needs to stop being a para-jumper. I know, she really does. Paratrooper? Um, she's a rigger, but whatever. I don't even know what that means, I'm angry about it, but I love it, and I love Sarah. For anyone who doesn't know, Sarah's Aaron's sister, and she's one of our amazing veterans. Not veterans, she's still in the military. She, yeah, she's active duty. Active duty army. She's active friggin' duty, Aaron. Yeah. I, I know, you're telling me. How I'm, is she jumping? There's coronavirus. She should go home. She wears a 95, an N95 mask when she jumps. I'm sorry, what? Hold on, I need to send you this picture of her because she literally looks so good. Like, Sarah, like, she sent me this picture and I was just like... Sarah, why are you so freaking pretty? Like, you're literally the worst person. She's like, so pretty. Your sister so, is ridiculously pretty, and yeah, she's an it's, amazing it's, person. I'm in, like... I'm in sorry. This, in this, this picture... Ridiculous. I know. And she's got, like... Sarah's literally, like, 120 pounds, and her baby is, like, eight months old, and, like, she's just so tiny. And... um insane. Okay, you're so, saying insane words to me. So I sent you this picture, and it's so cool because you can see the helicopter that she jumped out of, like, in the background. And I was like, who took this picture for you? And she's like, oh, one of my friends in my unit. And I was like, okay, so TJ literally goes, why are you wearing a Make America Great Again hat? Oh, <laughs> and she's not. It's just they ha- the riggers have to wear red hats. So they can like tell tell like I guess it's like a who the riggers are yeah yeah so riggers that's what like, I did on uh field trips everyone has to wear red if you're in my class yeah see it makes sense it, it didn't work everyone just, well, was wearing red but well <laughs> I mean I get it 
Looking but gorgeous. Riggers are the people who pack the parachutes for those soldiers who are jumping out of the sky. So when she jumps, like if she were ever to be deployed, she would jump out of a plane and deliver emergency uh, supplies to soldiers in um, active war zones. Oh, she's amazing. She is. I love we love so all much. our military friends and family. Yeah, oh, we really God. do. Because my whole family is military. My Seriously. whole family. Legitimately, her entire family. Yeah. Aaron is the only one who is not. I am married to the or only in one. the army. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Aaron, I'm sorry. We're gonna have to draft you. Hell no. It's unacceptable. Hell. I'm good. No. No way. I respect all of you for your service. You do not want me there. I'm just sorry. I'm gonna get in the way. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm not good at this stuff. You know, I would just cry the whole time and have a mental breakdown. Aaron, I Aaron would. and I actually jumped out of a plane. For yeah, my for 30th our thirtieth birthday. birthday. And I, first of all, the fact that she's jumping in a mask, I could barely breathe with nothing on my face. So <laughs> I need more power to her. Do you? But, do you remember me when we were jumping out of the plane and the guy that I was hooked, yes. hooked up next to, and I told him I was going to pee on him, and he goes, "Happens a yeah. lot." <laughs> <laughs> and then I was screaming the whole time down and he literally told me to shut up midair. He's like, you need to stop. And I was like, ah! And he's like, no, you need to stop. And I was like, ah! And he's like, shut up! And I was like, it's okay. And then I'm like, am I peeing? And he's like, no, I don't think so. And I'm like, okay, it's really quiet up here. Wow, it's so quiet. Oh my god, we're so high up. Wow, it's going really fast. And he's like, shut up, lady. And I was like, oh, Okay. He was so jokey on the way up too. Erin was gonna have a friggin' hard. Yeah, she was like, "I was. I'm gonna die." Erin, I'm like, "You need to stop joking because she doesn't think it's funny." Okay, literally, Pam, I was the second person to jump out, and the first person, the first woman who jumped out, literally, I was like, "Okay, we're going," and I was fine. And I saw her jump out, and literally, she just went whoop. And I was like, she's dead. She got caught in the in the thingy. And she's dead. She's in the, the turbine. And she's dead. And I'm like, go, go, go. Like, Mind you, the turbine was so small. There's no way she could have been caught in the Pam, turbine. It it's was literally, impossible. literally scarring. Pam, it was literally scarring. I And she was jumping with like her 80-year-old dad. Now she's like, this is the end. And that's probably why I was screaming. But the guy literally was so irritated with me. <laughs> Mind you, when it was my turn to jump, I bought the video package because I was never going to do this again. (laughs) And the video wasn't set up right, so we had to stand at the opening for, like, a good five minutes. Really? And I'm like, yeah, and the entire time I'm like, oh, we could back out of this at any time. Because I, this is stupid. Oh, my God. I'm leaning out of an actively flying plane, and this was a dumb idea. Oh my god! <laughs> I still, I still can't bring this up with Mike because he gets really angry about it. Why? Because really? we, we did not tell my husband we were going jumping. We, I just said I'm going to Aaron's house for the day. And when I came back, I said, "Oh, we went sky diving," and he was like, "What?" <laughs> and to this day, he still gets angry about. It. Oh my god! I remember, like, when we were trying to land, I legitimately thought that I like ripped a hole in my pants. Oh yeah, there were yeah. <laughs> there were so many concerns that I had. I was really concerned that I was gonna like all over the guy though. Like I really thought that was gonna happen. 
It was pretty awesome, though. It was one of the it best times. It was literally wonderful. And then you're like, let's go bungee jumping. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> exactly. But if we're going to bungee jump, we should definitely bungee jump while we are in, like, New Zealand or something. Oh, yeah. Good idea. Not New York. Because... They have better bungee jumping. Yeah, and probably, like, better scenery and, like, better. They're known for bungee jumping, though. See? Oh, okay. So November, we have literally not gotten anywhere near the murder. Because I, so... because I literally ruined it. Guys, <laughs> just Google Scott Peterson. I'm sorry. Like, no, I'm joking. Let's get into it. <laughs> so just December 14th, Amber uh, took off Scott to a office Christmas party. Mm-hmm. And they took like a ton of photos. They were like all over each other. These are the photos you always see when you, you hear about his mistress. Like, he's, like, got a Santa hat over him looking all drunk, and she's in his lap. It's gross. Um, later that evening, they had intercourse without birth control. Sexual relations. Yes. Aaron's going to say that for every time. Uh, <laughs> and immediately afterwards, Scott was like, oh, no, we shouldn't have done that. We should definitely always use a condom. You know, I don't want children. I will. And then she's like, what? And he's like, I will raise your daughter as if she was my own. But I will. I do not want more children. And Amber's like, oh, I really I want a big family. And he's like, maybe I should get a vasectomy. And I'm like, what? Calm down. So after Scott told Amber this, he was like, oh, you know, I'm heading out for the holidays. Christmas, I'm going to be spending this time with my family in Maine. They have this big camping like thing. Mm-hmm. We're going to go duck hunting. And then from Maine, I'm going to head to New York and then over to Europe. And I'm going to be there for New Year's. But I will call you like every day. And I was like, oh, thanks, God. I love you. Blah, blah, blah. Damn. So December 23, Scott called Amber and he was like, hey, I'm in Maine. I'm duck hunting with my dad. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. And, uh, Around Christmas, a little bit, this must be around the same time. Uh, oh, after Christmas, Amber's friend shows her this article from the paper about this missing pregnant woman uh, in Modesto. And she's like, you know, it's weird because they're describing her husband and it sounds like you're Scott. It sounds oh, like God. you're Scott. And he, she's like, I don't know. You know, Scott's in Europe, you know. I don't think he's. Except he's not in Europe. He's a filthy liar. We all know this. Okay, December 26th, Scott was supposed to be flying in the Atlantic over to Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, oh, and Amber's like, I'm going to leave him a cute little message so when he gets to Paris, he'll hear me and be like, aw, Amber. Aw, you cute little masseuse. <laughs> and so she called him, and he picked up the phone. And she's like, why are you picking up the phone? You're supposed to be on an airplane. And he's like, uh, yeah, uh, but you, what, what do you want? And she's like, I was just going to say hi and tell you I miss you. Mm-hmm. Uh, why are you picking up? What's the deal? Do you have, like, another girlfriend, another wife or something? Like, what? what is this? Are you in Europe? And he's like, Amber, you're being crazy. Uh, no, I don't have a wife. <laughs> Jesus. So Amber is super suspicious. Yeah, obviously. As she should be. Yeah, I mean, nothing so she calls her legit. Yeah, so she calls her friend, who's a Fresno police officer, 
And he's like, you want me to run a check? And she's like, yes, please do. He's, she's expecting the worst. She's going to find out Scott's married, just like her last relationship. Uh, but on uh, December 29th, she gets an urgent call from this friend at like 1.40 in the morning. And he's like, you need to call this number right now. You know that missing pregnant woman? Yeah. yeah that's Scott. Oh. That's Scott. You're Scott. You need to call right now. Oh, God. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then what? Okay. Scott met Lacey Peterson <sighs> while working at a restaurant here in 1994. Go- here, it goes. here it goes. This is the one that he murdered Lacey- her and her baby. Lacey made the first move. She was like, here's my number. You should definitely call me. And Scott's like, Hey, lady. I will call you because I'm a creepo. So he calls her and he takes her on their first date. Aaron, where did he take her? Um, Hooters. Why would you say Hooters? <laughs> He's not a bum. He's romantic. Where is he taking her? Red Lobster. Okay, so he <laughs> took her deep sea fishing. Hey, I was close. I mean, you had a lobster in there. Lobster. He took her deep sea fishing where Lacey got so seasick she threw up the entire trip but somehow their relationship grew and grew the two were married a couple years later in 1997 while Lacey finished college and they stayed in St. Louis Obispo where Scott finished his senior year Lacey was working Uh, after they graduated both of them now after Scott graduated they bought a bar Oh, Scott graduated with a degree in agricultural business in June of 1998. Pam was 12 years old. I Aaron, was, 11. I was 10. 10? 1990. How are you 10? I was, 1998? I was born in 88. I was a tracker at camp. That's how I know what year it is, because I know what color war team I was on. That's literally how I know my age at any given time. What? Seems very Jewish now that I say it out loud. What? You know your tracker? What? Okay, so at camp, every year you go, depending on your age group, it's a it's a it's like a team name. So like there's the Chiefs, the yeah. Trackers, the Warriors, uh the Scouts. You were a tracker. Okay. I, and I think one of them is the Braves. That's like the six year olds. Which, if you send okay, your kid yeah. away for eight weeks when they're six, you should be shot. I'm sorry. I, I know it's a hard stand. Yeah, that sounds... You are a dumpster person. I mean... I mean... You're basically just looking for a babysitter at that point. I mean... Because you want to live your best life by yourself. If you are sending your six-year-old to camp where they have pay phones yeah. that they have to call you on once a week, that's, that's horrible. Yeah. I mean, that's horrible. I know several six-year-olds who were sent to camp at six for four weeks okay fine i kind of get it eight weeks that's horrible what are you doing what are you doing while yeah. you camp? Are you like in montenegro i don't know like i don't know like would you feel comfortable no. leaving let's say Lily, no. and then you go on vacation no. like all of this so, no it's so sad it seems so sad and lonely and by the way who's in charge of them but teenagers because that's what camp counselors are. They're not like registered, yeah. educationally trained caretakers. They're just a bunch of yeah. 19-year-olds who can't wait to get to the bar because they don't card. They can't wait to get drunk and have 
sexual relations. Surprisingly, there's less sexual relations at camp with the staff than you think. Oh, no. There's tons of it, but it's less than you think. It's literally everyone, Pam. It's literally not everyone. (laughs) Because I was a camp counselor. Not doing that. Yeah, and look, now you got a baby. See? (laughs) Oh, please. (laughs) Just for everyone's reference, Mike is Irish Catholic and never came to my camp. (laughs) Mike never came to visit you in college either. He did visit me in college. He literally stayed. No. Yes, he did. No. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. No, he did not. He came for graduation. He, That's he it. He never visited me when I was living with you. Because he never visited. He no, never he visited, visited me him. when I was in the dorms my first year. And then he came that and was... literally stayed with us for a full week when I graduated. No. He stayed from graduation straight through finals. Hmm. I don't think that's accurate. He definitely did because I graduated a week before, and then I still had to take finals. I remember when you graduated. I remember. Yeah, and my dad was you were overloading in my that room, and Mike and I had to live in the yep. living room. It was a dumpster fire. Yes, and remember how <laughs> it was like, how mad Liz was. Liz was so <laughs> Liz barely she lived there. Over. Who cares, Liz? Go I... to your boyfriend's house. <laughs> I know she did go to her boyfriend's house a lot. She did. That guy was so nice, though. That guy that she was dating. Oh, my God. I forgot that Liz even was a roommate, if I'm perfectly honest. Like, Liz, I'm sorry if you're out there and listening to this. I didn't like you. Next. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. Terrible. So, together, they opened a sports bar. And my favorite is I was reading articles, and they were like, Scott's parents invested. And then, literally, like, at half of the Wikipedia page was like, Scott's parents did not invest. They thought it was a bad investment, and they would never invest in a bar. And I'm like, why is this in Wikipedia? (laughs) Why are Scott's parents so upset? I think Scott's parents went on the Wikipedia page and edited it. I'm just saying. Probably. Can Uh, you blame him, though? I mean... He's a murderer, and he's an idiot. We didn't approve of anything he ever did, ever. Oh, no. They definitely don't think he did it to this day. Uh, Really? Yeah, I think they funded one of the documentaries I watched. Um, Really? They sold it two years later. It actually turned a profit, so good for them. Uh, They sold it so they could move to Modesto, where Lacey was from and her family still was. They wanted Mm -hmm. to start a family, so in October of 2000, which is not that far away, they purchased yeah. a three-bedroom, two-bath bungalow house for $177,000. And I am so angry about this. $177,000? <laughs> wow. How is that even possible? Wow. That's so much property for no money. <laughs> wow. What is going on in Modesto? I don't know. And then it makes me realize that I follow this one YouTuber and she, like, bought a house on YouTube money and I'm like you know what it makes sense now it makes sense because Modesto property is like three dollars is it it has to be I mean this is 2000s and it's only a hundred and seventy seven thousand dollars it's a three-bedroom house wow that's insane uh wow. makes me angry that I live in New York so Lacey Same. became a substitute right Lacey became a substitute Same. teacher uh-huh. uh, and Scott became a fertilizer salesman. Uh-huh. Any jokes about poop shoveling, Aaron? 
Um, no, no, I don't. Just the toilet lip one. Okay, we'll come back around. We'll come back around. Lacey's family, including her mother, younger sister, were so excited uh, to have her back. And they said that she became, like, manic about becoming the perfect housewife. Really? She was, quote, very enthusiastic. She would cook and entertain. Uh, She had her family on the weekends. Mm -hmm. And then 2002, she announced everyone she was pregnant. Oh, my God, with Scott's baby. Scott's baby. She's now 25. Wow. I was Uh, 25 and pregnant. I was was still drunk at 25. I think I was taking care of my very sick father. So we live very separate lives. Yes. Yes, you probably. While working full time as a special education teacher. Yes. Yes, we did have very, we do have very different lives. My 20s were very much not the typical 20s, though. No, they definitely weren't. No. No. I had everyone gets to like have fun in their twenties. I did not have fun. My twenties were not fun. Yeah, my thirties are about what I thought they'd be. I mean, <laughs> it's gonna get better. It's all good. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. So on December twenty third, two thousand and two. Okay. While Scott told Amber he was duck hunting with Papa, Wrong. he was actually taking Lacey to her sister's salon. Not her own. She didn't own the salon, but that's where she worked. Uh, to get Lacey's monthly haircut. And I'm like, that's too many haircuts. You should a not need a haircut, haircut once a month. I literally get a haircut once a year. Me too. Once a year. Once a year. That's it. I mean, I know hair grows more when you're pregnant, but not like like cousin it. That's insane. Yeah. Month- too many haircuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is she getting a trim? Yeah. I don't know. It was ridiculous. So Lacey and her sister and Scott were chit-chatting. Scott offered to pick up the fruit basket she had ordered for her grandfather's as a Christmas gift mm-hmm. uh, the next day because, quote, he will be playing golf nearby where they need to pick up the fruit basket. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. Play golf on Christmas Eve. Whatever. I mean, as long as Lacey doesn't have a problem with it, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. So yeah, later. Yeah. I mean, Mike, Mike and I sometimes take, like, separate vacations, so I'm fine with that. Oh. Well, I don't I need mean, him to be, like, attached to me. Well, I mean, honestly, if you were to tell Mike, like, hey, I'm going on vacation, it's just going to be me. He'd be like, okay, when yeah, you coming back? he's super chill like What's that. What's for dinner? My favorite is his mother gets, like, really upset about him, like, not being glued to my side, and I'm like, I would not like that. Yeah. I don't need Mike in my business all the time. He can be in my business, but he doesn't need to be, like, in my business. Okay. Later that evening, Sharon Rocha, which is Lacey's mother, mm-hmm. spoke with Lacey on the telephone about 8.30. Yeah. Uh, the next morning, Scott decided that instead of going golfing, he was going to go fishing, and he left for his fishing trip at 9.38. A.M. Don't ask me why. Okay. Everyone knows it's 9.38. Uh-huh. On December 24th, he uh-huh. left, he, and he was going to go fishing at the Berkeley Marina. Yes. He said Lacey was watching a Martha Stewart show, and they were talking about something about meringue. Pie? Uh, it comes, I don't, I think it's meringue cookies. Oh, ew. I mean. Gross. They're, they're a really good way to get rid of egg whites. Oh, they're awful. Have you had a good one, though? I feel no, like I have them making meringue cookies now. No, they're all terrible. Even Petunia won't eat them. 
Why would Petunia eat a meringue? It's too much sugar. You should not feed your dog cookies. Well, I'm just saying. Petunia would eat a poop. Okay, so she has eaten poop before, and that's how she got worms. (laughs) Okay. So Lacey had this big plan for the day. She was mopping the floor. She was getting to bake cookies, walk the family dog, uh, and set up for Christmas dinner, which she was hosting for the whole families tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what you want to do at eight months pregnant. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Christmas, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um. So the next door neighbor said she found the Petersons' golden retriever named Mackenzie, and I'm gonna just flag a red flag right there. You should not name a dog Mackenzie. That is not a dog name. Mackenzie. Interesting. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. had to tell you. I go. I used to take the baby to the dog park. Not the dog park, but the park where the dogs are a lot. And I, we live in a very yuppie neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I have never heard so many people named after dogs and dogs named after people. Really? Winchester. 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 I, heard, I met a dog named Steven. I know a dog named Maggie. Steven. Maggie's owner, I think, is LaRonda, and she is very white. LaRonda. That's an interesting name. I don't know. Or else I heard it wrong because I don't care. Um, so... LaRonda. But the dog's name is Maggie. Have a normal name, adult human. Um, my mom's dog's name is Larry. Yes, your mom's dog is named Larry, but she inherited Larry. She did inherit from Larry. Larry has your dumb ex-boyfriend. Yeah, true, true. Poor Larry. He's got like crazy anxiety. He's also diabetic. He has ketoacidosis. He's blind. No. Yes. No, not yes. Larry. Yeah, Larry. He's also ugly as dirt. That he dog is. ain't ugly. So ugly. He's a pug and a Jack Russell Terrier mix, and he's like it's not a good mix. lanky like a a Jack Russell, but he's really stupid like a pug, and he's got he looks- like a class three o- <laughs> really uh, cra- like a pug class three overbite, <laughs> and his teeth out, and his teeth are like bad because they're yellow. His little canines are yellow, and he, he can't keep his tongue in his mouth. Yeah, he's he just a, yeah, he's a yeah pot and like he just snorts and like he doesn't bark he just yips and he'll be like yip 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 and I'm just like god this dog sucks mom <laughs> she's like leave me alone I love him she literally loves him more than she- I think she loves her children that makes sense she calls him boo bear and she's like oh not my poor boo boo and when she gets really you mad you all at him, left her and joined the army except yeah, for you except who for just me. won't I- get married and have children exactly well I left her and moved to New York City where I complain about it every damn day but she, yeah, I tell you, you're all a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> but when she gets Rita. mad at him, when she gets mad at him, she goes, "Lawrence, get over here, Lawrence." And I'm like, "Who's Lawrence? Who are you talking to?" Obviously, it's the dog, yeah, Aaron, Lawrence. Yeah, obviously it's Larry. I'm like, what? Well, dearest Mackenzie got out, but here's the weird thing: she has a her leash on. Okay. Okay. Why would the dog have her leash on and yet escape from the backyard? Yeah, that's not going to happen. It's weird. And so the neighbor's yeah, like, it's oh, not that's a weird. Thing. That's not a thing. I'm going to put her back in the backyard. And then what about her day? You don't check on your pregnant neighbor when their dog with a leash is on the street? Yeah. No? You don't want to check on the eight-month pregnant woman next door? Make sure she's not, like, dead somewhere? Yeah, true. Knock on the door. I mean, why would you do that? That hey, seems responsible. Sorry, Lacey, your dog got out. That seems why responsible. Why does it have a leash on? 
Yeah, why did I have a leash on? This is about 10 o'clock. So about a half hour later. 10 p.m.? Or a.m.? No, 10 a.m. A.m. Okay. Another neighbor found Mackenzie wandering the neighborhood Mm -hmm. with a muddy leash. And he returned her to the Peterson's yard. Now, I get that this dog might have gotten out a lot. Okay? If your neighbor's dog gets out of the yard, I understand. Still, check. Wear a mask and check on your pregnant neighbor. Exactly. Wear a mask. (laughs) Just check. Why is it going to take that much time to knock on the front door and just say, "Hey, your dog's in the backyard. Maybe take care of your own friggin' animal, Lacey, you dirt bag." Did the dog not have like a collar on it that said like its name and its no. phone? No. Everyone knows it's Mackenzie, so it had a collar and a leash. So we it was like ready to be walked. So, so Lacey's 1996 Land Rover, blah blah blah, she would have a Land Rover. And they're like, oh, whatever, just push in the backyard. Um, so Scott gets back around 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Lacey's car is in the driveway. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, I don't know. Uh, but he got wet from fishing, so he showered, washed his clothes. Uh, and he was like, hmm, where's my wife? Where's my dinner? It's 5 o'clock. So he called Goodbye. Lacey's mom. Right? You know that's why he called Lacey's mom. Yeah, because he's hungry. You know that's why he called her. He's incapable. like, I'm hungry. I don't know how to cook. I can't. It's so annoying. So that's why he has women. His ladies. So Lace, God. he calls Lacey's mom and he's like, hey, is she over there? It's like 5.15. And they're like, no, you do not know where my daughter is? And they're like, uh, I can't find her. She's not here. And Lacey's stepfather's like, I'm calling 911. Yeah, good idea. She's eight months pregnant. She's due February 10th, 2003. Jesus. We're, and they're going to name the baby Connor. Connor. Okay. I mean, it goes well with Mackenzie. Mackenzie and Connor. I guess. You know she would have, like, some dog mom. Oh, my, God, my, my little brother situation going. Don't God. say that to your sister. Yeah, Mackenzie's true. Mackenzie's a dog. True. So, that evening... Uh, the police interview Scott and they go through like what he did that day mm-hmm. um, he went up to his warehouse and then he went over to the marina mm-hmm. um, they go through the house yeah. and they find Lacey's purse, keys, wallet sunglasses um, okay. they go through uh, the, the house is set for Christmas dinner the next night Apparently, it was impeccably laid out, all the plates, which I don't understand, but I get it. If that's what you do for Christmas dinner, you set it out the night before. Yeah, no. Uh, One of the police officers found the phone book open to defense attorneys on the kitchen table. Way to be not suspicious. Yeah, true. Maybe you rip out the page, close the book, and put it back. Yeah. This is why men get caught. They don't know how to clean up after themselves. Yeah, because they're idiots. Really? They don't pay attention. Um, so, so, and details. here's the dumb part. Yeah. Here's why I think he did it. He why? starts kicking himself in the face. He's like, oh, I went golfing. Because he told everyone else he went golfing. Nobody and then he's he like, you know fishing. what? I didn't go golfing. I went fishing. And I was at this marina. and But I stopped at my warehouse. And they're like, yeah, okay. So they drive up to the warehouse where there. he's got his boat. Okay. Well, they ask Amber's family. They're like, hey, do you know about Scott's boat. They like, Scott doesn't have a boat. 
And they're like, no, he has a boat. Yeah. And then like, well, Amber would have told us if he had a boat. Mm-hmm. Which, you know what? People don't always share everything in a marriage. Mm-hmm. But I think you'd share if you had a boat of, or not. When I say warehouse, I mean like storage unit, by the way. Oh. Storage unit that somehow he had an office in, which doesn't make sense. But the owner of the storage unit was like, yeah, I met Lacey. She came in and used the bathroom. So Lacey had been there before. Yeah. So she knew he had a boat. Maybe yeah. it's not, maybe it's embarrassing because it's a really cruddy boat. Probably. My stepfather-in-law has a boat and it is nothing to talk about. Really? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Oh, Frank's got a boat. Frank has a boat? Where? Uh, I believe it's, what, summer now? So it's in the water somewhere? In the marina? In Queens? I had no idea that they had a boat. Well, if I ever get murdered on Frank's boat, now you know. You're not going to get murdered on Frank's boat. Literally, Frank is... I will never get murdered on Frank's boat. I'm never going near it. Yeah, see? Good idea. It's always in need of repair. All he does is complain about putting it in the water, taking it out of the water, and storage fees. It literally seems like having a boat sounds like a terrible idea. So they say that the best day... There's two awesome days of a boat owner's life. The day that they buy it, and the day that they sell and it. And the day they sell it. Yep, ah! exactly. Frank should just Part sell it. It just sounds like one more thing to do. Did you hear about how Louis C.K. got marooned on during during low tide no. on his boat? I love Louis yeah, C.K. Yeah, it's a dumpster fire. He's very funny, but he's very problematic. We've talked about him before. We need to move on. I feel like oh. we're very in a weird Me Too section. Are we? Okay, all right, all right. How many people did he ruin with his weird masturbation thing? Listen, that's relatable. Is it relatable? Have you ever cornered anyone and masturbated at the mirror? Oh, I thought you were talking about one of his jokes. No, I've never done that. Oh, no. He jerked off on someone? Oh, that's terrible. He didn't jerk off on someone. He would corner female comics in a hotel room, a back room, and masturbate near them. Do you not know this? I feel like we did a whole episode about this. That's it might have been a murder, but we definitely talked about how he got me too like first. That's terrible. Really? And basically he liked the startled thing. And then when they laughed at him and like shamed him, he was into that too, because he's gross. Ew. Yeah, he's just real gross. Oh. I mean, yeah. it, and if, like, but that's the thing. Like, how do you go on tour knowing that this guy's done this to you before? Yeah, no, you don't. Yeah. And what, you're going to say something about it? Yeah. Freaking Louis C.K., he's got several television shows. Yeah, you just, yeah. No, you're, uh, you're stuck. That sucks. That's terrible. Yeah, he's ruined a bunch of people. He's a horrible person. That's awful. He's uh, friggin' hilarious, but he's a horrible person. But that's most people, isn't it? Yeah. That's why we shouldn't make statues of people. Yeah. Like, I get, first of all, the whole, the whole we have to remember the South thing is baloney because it was an uprising and that's yeah. stupid. Yeah. And it's not history. They lost. You know what? It's history. Read a book. My mother-in-law was like, but it's our history. And I'm like, oh, God, um, Kathy. I don't remember seeing any Hitler statues. Oh, my God. For real. 
they don't wave a Nazi flag around and it's totally fine because it's freedom of speech. For I real. mean, you can, but people don't like you. Did you know that in Germany, um, you can't, the name Hitler is banned? You can't name anyone Hitler? You're not allowed to fly the Nazi flag in Germany mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, yeah, because it was terrible. I'm reading a book because about it's that. inappropriate. Yes, awful. Just like we should not have the Confederate flag. It exactly. means you're oh, a white supremacist. You... It's not your history, Bubba. It's you, white supremacy. Did you hear that um, they retired the Confederate flag so it's no longer going to hang? Where was it hanging? I, I think in Texas. It also, like, the fact that it took the one black driver in NASCAR to say, you know what, it makes me uncomfortable. But then yeah. she's like, oh, yeah, that might make you uncomfortable. Yeah. I wonder how true. the Jew feels about the Nazi flag. We just fly at the end of every race. Yeah, right, right, right. Oh my god, grandpa's listening to Annie and it's breaking my heart. Okay. So um (laughs) so they're like, what do you mean Scott has a boat? So they go out to this weird storage unit where he keeps a stupid boat and a computer. And like the day that he's going out to the marina, he comes in and he like looks up instructions for a woodworking project that he's gonna work on later. Mm -hmm. Scott leads for a man who has a mistress and a wife, he has a lot of hobbies. He's got, like, a ton of hobbies. Well. And it makes me concerned. This is why men get more done. That's all I'm saying. They have a lot they of hobbies? They have no concern for anything but themselves. Yeah, true, true, true. I asked my husband to put away dinner four hours ago. It's still it not is done. sitting on the stove. I put out the Tupperware and the lid and gave him the instructions. I have cleaned upstairs, organized this podcast, uh, went to the store, had some ice cream, put the baby to bed, emptied the bathroom, cleaned the bathroom, and he has sat on the computer the whole time. So I'm concerned that men are in charge of anything because they don't seem that interested in other people. Damn. True. Okay. So Scott made his own anchor for his boat. And I think you shouldn't be allowed to make your own anchor because that's weird. So how does he make his anchor airing? Well, he mixes some cement in a bucket and then sticks a piece of rebar in it. Wow. Apparently, this is a very common way to make your own anchor. So. Is it? As they're noticing this anchor, they're like, hey, how is he going to tie it to the boat? There's no rope. Uh Uh-huh. And they're like, why is there no rope? That's weird. And then they're noticing that there's like, six extra circles and this bunch of cement dust so they're thinking he might have made about six more anchors Jesus! but there's no evidence of anchors except for circles and cement dust so everything about the Scott Peterson case is completely circumstantial as they're searching through this boat they find the only physical evidence they have Mm -hmm. which is a pair of pliers with a tiny, tiny bit of, like, hair in it. Okay. Now, they do mitochondrial DNA on it, but it Mm -hmm. is the early 2000s, so it takes a while. And it comes back to Lacey. Jesus. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't brush my hair with pliers. Yeah, don't. Definitely don't do that. And I was like, okay, but, like, I shed, like, a dog. The hair could have gotten the bow when she came by to pee. Yeah, true. But they're like pinched in the pliers. Jeez. 
So you're like, Jeez. what's he doing that random hair is pinched in these pliers? Yeah, yeah. Okay. A little weird. So December 26th, the neighbor across the street comes home from their holiday and finds the house burglarized. Yeah. So they record it to the police. The police are on the move. They're like, okay, Lacey saw something. She saw this burglary. She confronted the burglars. And I'm like, if you're eight months pregnant, you're not confronting randos in your, your neighborhood. Yeah, true, true. You're not. Yeah. You're not. not. You're like, yeah. oh, hey, you must be the Mackenzie's nephews. Are you here to watch their house? And they're like, yeah, 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 it's me, the Mackenzie's nephews. And then you call the police. God. That's what yeah. you do. You don't go, yeah. hey, who are you? That's my neighbor's house. Right, not right. when you're Eamon's pregnant. And yeah, it doesn't no. seem like that's who Lacey is. I'm sorry. Yeah. True. Lacey had half a brain. She turned that sports bra around. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the robbers are like they finally catch the robbers and they're like we know you robbed this house did you kill Lacey blah 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 they're like listen that pregnant lady on the news we did not see her but we also did not rob the house on the 24th we robbed it on the 25th when everyone was looking at Lacey and that stuff it just seemed like an opportunity and we knew they were out of town wow wow okay for the next month there were search parties and intense media coverage because this poor white pregnant woman is missing oh nancy grace was up in arms guys <laughs> racism i'm just saying super racist okay if she was black is all i'm saying there were not nearly even if she was married to scott peterson if Lacey was black i'm not sure it would have gotten this media coverage really she could look like uh, the female idris elba and she and there would not be this media coverage i'm pretty sure that's so sad. Predominantly white women are not the victims of violence. Yeah. And yet all we talk about is white women. Yeah. Things are really skewed. It's gross. Also, yeah, the way we see maps is really broken. And that really like broke me when I found that out. I don't know if anyone knows this. Maps? Yes, Aaron. Maps are white supremacy. Did you know that? No. What? Aaron. No. Aaron, I'm going to send you something. Oh, it's going to break your friggin' brain. Okay? Oh, the way God. that the people create maps makes Europe and white people in America seem more important than they are. First of all, Africa is like four times bigger than it looks in the maps. Really? Uh, if we were to actually do the correct sizing, Greenland yeah. would be like half the size. Uh, Africa would be, t- everything would be much longer. Really? And New York, like North America and Europe would be much more scrunchy at the top of the map. Real? That- yes. Actually, yeah. there was an episode of the West Wing about this. Map of the world. And it is forked up. Really? Yes. There's a whole episode about it on the West Wing, and it broke me. Terrible. Oh, U.S. school. But they didn't bring get- up the fact that it was like white supremacy. They were like, maps aren't accurate. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's great. Look it up. I immediately need you to do that. Ignore everything I'm saying while I'm, I'm reading this out loud. I am. Okay. I will do that. So the, t- so the, t- <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, hmm. And so there's this huge media coverage, and Scott is doing everything in his power to not talk in front of a camera, to avoid cameras. He doesn't want to go on the media. He doesn't want to ask for his for his wife's safe return. He doesn't want to beg for Lacey's life. He doesn't want to do any interviews. He wants his face nowhere. 
Now, here's the thing. I'm like, okay, but if you have a mistress and you're trying to keep it secret, you don't want to do media coverage. But it doesn't yeah. matter if your mistress finds out or not. At this point, you are forked either way. You need to tell the police. Mike brought this up too. I said, Mike, if you have a mistress and I go missing, are you going to be all over the media? He's like, I immediately call my mistress and tell her I was married. And I tell the cops, hey, you're going to find out I've had a mistress this entire time. This is her name. This is her number. She knows you're going to call. Here's her number. And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, that's what you have to do. You have to 100% come clean and be like, sorry, my bad. My wife's missing. She's the priority. I'm going to be all over the news. Right, right, right. Listen, I'm a dirtbag. I have a mistress, but my wife is the important thing. We need to find her. Something's wrong. I feel like, especially because he's a fancy-pantsy, sexy white man, they would be like, okay, we're on it. Mike? No, Mike's not fancy-pants. Mike? He he just got a a swim shirt from his mother. I don't think I would describe him as Scott Peterson handsome. It's a different kind of handsome. Scott Peterson looks like the embodiment of a Ken doll. Why are you saying Jesus? Google him. He reminds me of he re- he reminds me of Ben. He Affleck. looks like a, a B list Ben Affleck, or that guy who played Superman and now yeah, is all right? Fox News because he's a dirtbag. Oh yeah, that one guy. He's a. Total I think he creep. actually played Scott Peterson in the Lifetime movie. Did he? Perfect. Did he? It's the perfect casting. Like kudos. He's garbage. I hope he doesn't get paid. But like, yeah, it's perfect casting. Um. So. Lacey's family was like, he didn't do it. He couldn't do it. He loved Lacey. They're the perfect couple. They're, they're, he, that's insane. His family's like, what are you talking yeah, about? Not. Is, and then the media is going insane. Like, if you look at the media coverage in this one documentary, it is insane. They found this one girl who went missing while he was in college and the like, is it linked? Is Scott Peterson the murderer of this woman? No. No, it was just a woman who happened to go missing in the area where he was. That's like... Wow. That time that special ed kid got kidnapped from the neighborhood over from mine. <laughs> Pam's a special right, ed teacher. Did she do it? No, it was a guy who ate him. It was horrible. That one's gross. Jesus. Oh my God, did you hear oh about it? Oh my God. This tiny fair. little Orthodox no. Jewish boy who was super special needs. Oh my God. He got off the bus and some guy just picked oh. him up and walked away and butchered him and kept him in his fridge. They found out like a month later. It really, it was the first year I was teaching. Where did that happen? Oh my God. Where did it happen? Where all the Hasidic Jews are. Oh Oh my my God. God. It was horrible. For weeks, you saw these missing posters. Oh my God. And then they found out what happened and it was all over the news. Oh my God. That's so sad. I was going to say a bad joke about kosher food, but I'm going to keep going. Um, Stop it was it. right there. <laughs> it was right there. Oh my god! At an least it was kosher. Was what I was going to say because it was horrible, and I think I might edit that out. Stop okay, it. we're gonna move forward. Stop so December twenty ninth, the detective on the case is walking by the tip line, and he hears Amber's call, and he's like, "Okay, he definitely did it. And he definitely did it." And then they focus in. Now, immediately, unlike our last dummy. Uh, from the Carl Carlson case, immediately she starts working with the police. As they were leaving the place where they put the tracer on her phone, Scott calls her. And like for two months, Amber recorded every single one of Scott's calls and they were dumb. 
he's a crazy liar. He's absolutely crazy. And now I will read you some of their wonderful phone conversations. Oh, Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. We're starting off with the absolute worst one. He's claiming that it's New Year's Eve and he's in Paris and he's watching the fireworks over the Eiffel Tower. And in fact, he was at a candlelight vigil for his wife, Lacey. Amber starts the call. Hmm. Amber, are you having a good time? Scott, Amber, hey, happy New Year's. Amber, happy New Year's. Scott, I wanted to call you. Amber, thank you. See, this is just a bad conversation. Yeah, this is bad. Scott, Amber, how are you there? Amber, I'm here. Scott, Amber? Amber, I wish you could hear me. Oh, Jesus. Scott, I'm on the, uh, I think you're there. I am uh, near Eiffel Tower and New Year's celebration. It's unreal. Crowd is huge. Amber, the crowd is huge. Scott, Amber? Amber, yeah, I'm here. Jesus. Scott, Amber, if you're there, I can't hear you right now, but I'm going to call you on New Year's. Bye. The whole mess. I like the fact that that's anything is ridiculous but it is because he's like oh what a great huge yeah. crowd yeah the crowd is the candlelight vigil <laughs> you dirt bag wow okay january 6th scott's family finally scott of fa- january 6th scott finally admits to amber that he's not in europe are you ready oh my god yeah i'm ready scott, the girl i'm married to her name is Lacey. amber uh-huh Scott, for the past two weeks, I've been in Modesto with her family and mine searching for her. Amber, okay. Scott, she just disappears and no one knows. Amber, okay now. Scott, where she's been. Amber, Scott, Scott, and I can't tell you more because I I need to be protected from, I need you to be protected from the media and, and your daughter. Amber, okay. Scott, okay, they're amazing. Amber, Scott, are you are you listening? Scott, I am. Amber, you came to me earlier Jesus. in December and told me that you lost your wife. What was that about? Scott, she's she's alive. Amber, yeah, and I deserve to understand an explanation of why you told me you lost your wife and there's this first holiday you'd spend without her that was december 9th you told me this and now all of a sudden your wife's missing are you kidding me did you hear me scott i did i don't know what to say to you i amber i think an explanation would be uh, a start scott yeah i know you deserve an explanation amber yes i do i do scott yeah. and i want to yeah. give you one yeah amber i'm listening scott so, i can't right now yeah i mean you don't understand. Oh my God, what? So national happening. The National Enquirer called the Modesto police, and they said they had been given a photo from the holiday party where Scott went with Amber, and that they were going to run it. So on January twenty fourth, yeah. a month after Lacey mm-hmm. has been missing, the Modesto police held a press conference, and Amber came forward. Uh, she admitted to being Scott's mistress. And she told Lacey's family that she was terribly sorry and she was praying for Lacey's return. Peterson, this is the call after that. 
Um, I called you last night just to, um, well, I wanted to say how brave you are, and I'm really glad you did that. <laughs> Amber, it wasn't really a matter of choice. Scott, what's that? Amber, it wasn't really a matter of choice. I was, they were stalked out at my work all day. Scott, I know, and I still think it's incredibly brave. It shows what an amazing character you have. Scott then revealed he had planned to speak to the press himself. Peterson. Mm -hmm. Okay, I need to to know from you, um, am I going to um, speak to the press this coming week? Uh, I'm going to speak to the press. Amber, when? Scott, during the coming week. Amber, do you have a date? Scott, well, uh, I'm debating on when it should be done. Amber, okay. Scott, because Tuesday is um, the State of the Union address. Amber, okay. Scott, so that will take up, you know, a lot of time. Amber, I know it will. They're talking about the State of the Union address in 2003. What? They're talking about George Bush and the Iraq War. Oh my god. Scott, and um I want a maximum coverage, obviously, so uh it'll probably be with Good Morning America. And that's the last conversation they had. On April thirteenth, oh a couple walking their dog found a torso that and later a baby. Uh the torso was later identified as Lacey. Uh now here's the thing about Lacey's body. Yeah. It yeah. had never given birth. The investigation, there was no C-section, but let's be honest, it was a torso, and there was no arms, no legs, uh, no head, uh, uh, and no uh, now uh. that I cut out all the gross stuff. Oh. This is where I cut out the gross stuff. Uh, April 18th, the Thank DNA you. proved that it was Lacey and Connor. Jesus. Now, Connor's body became a focal point during the trial. Because they were trying mm-hmm. to prove whether Connor was born or if he was ever alive um, and what day exactly he died. Because apparently based on his growth was a pretty good factor in how big he was but and at, like, at what time he was killed and what time Lacey was killed. That being said, having been a person who was pregnant, I know for a fact that babies grow at different rates. Yeah. And I and and Lily grew about five pounds when I was seven months pregnant. They thought I had gestational diabetes. I did not. She just decided to grow a lot that day. You know, that week. Really? I literally was hooked up to so many monitors and had to come in for a repeat gestational diabetes test. Oh my God, that's terrible. It was horrible because those tests last like 12 freaking hours like it was an insane a long time you have to drink this like flat seltzer you're basically drinking like a flat sprite and then they're like okay okay you took that sugary drink we're gonna test your blood like four times to make sure you don't have diabetes now go sit in the hard chair in the waiting room i remember i remember you telling me about that i literally spent the entire day watching the fat of the one of the marvelous miss mazel on my phone. <laughs> That's a great show. It was a pretty decent day now that I think about it. That's a great show. It was a good show. <laughs> okay. So now and here's the reason I totally think Scott did it. 
So the Cubs think Scott is going to run for the border. He's been living in San Diego with his family. And now that everything's kind of closing in, they put a tracker on his car. Mm-hmm. Peterson was arrested April 18th, 2003, near the La Jola golf course. He claimed he was meeting his father and brother for a game of golf, except that he had dyed his hair blonde. He was in a Mercedes-Benz stuffed to the gills with random junk. He had hmm. 15000 in cash, 12 Viagra tablets, survival gear, camping gear, several changes of clothes, four cell phones, his brother's ID. Jesus. His father explained that he used his brother's license all the time oh my God. to get onto the golf course and that Peter had been living out of his car because of the media attention. What? Okay, first of all, there's no way he was living out of his car. Yeah. That no, would have been no on way. the news. There's no way. And also, as his father, you don't want to let him sleep on the couch? Yeah. That's too much for you? Well... I mean. So the police suspected that he was going to run. Yeah. They said they had everything from him to like sleeping on the beach. Everything in his car. He could sleep on the beach. He could hike into the mountains. Mm -hmm. He had everything. Yeah. Uh, Before his arraignment, Peterson had a representation with Kirk McAlexander, a actual veteran criminal defense attorney from Modesto. But he changed over to Mark Girago's who defended Winona Ryder, Michael Jackson, and Roger Clinton. Jesus. Personally, I think he should have stayed with Kirk because Kirk yeah. seemed like he actually knew what he was doing. And yeah. Mark kind of rested on his laurels, which is half the reason he's going to get a new trial. Hmm. So on January 20th, they uh, applied for a change of venue and they gave him a change of venue 90 minutes away. That's like moving from Brooklyn to Staten Island. That's not a change of venue. Yeah, no, that's not. And with the media coverage, he couldn't get a fair trial literally anywhere. 93% of people interviewed for this trial had seen some coverage of it. Wow. One of the jurors in one of the ID specials that I listened to, he was like, I work the night shift and they don't allow televisions at my work site. Therefore, I did not know who Scott Peterson was and I was the only person in the world. But I'm pretty sure. Right, right. (laughs) There was another guy who was like, I knew a little bit of the media coverage, but to be honest, Scott reminded me of my son. So I was willing to give him the benefit of a doubt. He's like just this random little 20 year old guy who was like going to be a father. And the guy was like, at the end, I was like, oh no, he did (laughs) it. My my son wouldn't murder his wife. So (laughs) George opened and he's like, Scott is a cad. He was definitely cheating on Lacey. Da 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 da. Yes. But I have five eyewitnesses that saw Lacey alive after Scott left for fishing. She was alive. She was walking the dog. So he did not kill her. And everyone's like, well, okay then. Lies. Lies. And I got to tell you, they interview five different people for this friggin' documentary I watched. And all of them were like, yeah, I definitely and- saw her. I saw this pregnant woman struggling with a golden retriever. And this other guy's like, I definitely saw Lacey. She was my neighbor. And this woman's like, I saw this woman who was pregnant walking her dog like a good distance away while I was on my smoke break. And she was talking to two men in Mm -hmm. the park. Oh, God. So, okay. 
And then there was like this guy, he's like, I'm an immigrant. I didn't really want to deal with it. But my wife said, look at that poor woman struggling with that dog. And I saw her. Okay. So maybe like, they're like, okay. I'm like, there's no other pregnant women in Modesto with a golden retriever. Really? Really? Yeah. True. I don't want to be that person. True. But, you know. And also, you know what? If the dog starts fighting me on a walk, I take him back. Yeah, true. If I'm eight Same. months pregnant, I take the dog back and I put him in my backyard. And if you're her yeah, neighbor and you see her struggling with the dog, you don't stop. You're in such a friggin' rush on yeah. Christmas Eve. You got somewhere to go? Yeah, no, you definitely stop. Yeah, no, you definitely stop. Hey, Lacey, you having trouble? Yeah, right. And really, is it that specific day? You know, it's Christmas Eve. It couldn't be the day before. Yeah. And true. honestly, eyewitnesses are unreliable that it's been proven more times than not. But that being said, everything about this case is circumstantial. I feel like if they actually. Okay, so here's the thing, though. They never show up to court. Wow. The defense attorney never calls them. Really? They arrested without ever calling them. And I think if they did call them, because it was in the opening statement, there would at least have been a fighting chance. God. Okay, so. That also, the defense threw everything they could possibly throw at them. They were, they were pitching as many ideas yeah. as they could. Because really, you just had to pick one of them that wasn't he killed Lacey. As long as you have some sort of like, doubt in your head. Mm-hmm. that's all that is if there's even a fraction of a doubt that he did this you can't convict him that's what it is it's reasonable doubt there was a sex worker stealing checks out of the peterson mailbox but this was after Lacey disappeared they were like it might have been this Jesus. sex worker it might have been this it might have been that um, yeah now here's the crazy part they had like a they had fertility specialists show down and like so the the medical examiner was like this is the age Connor was when he died. This is what we think happened. They think Lacey was murdered and her body was sunk with anchors. They think Scott had killed her the night before uh. by suffocating her or strangling her. But they can't tell that because there's no head. But if you sink a body and you put an anchor on the neck and the limbs and one on the torso, true, true. The, the rope wears away at the connective tissue and animals and underwater sea life. Yeah, true. True, true. So they think the body came apart and the baby floated out. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a nicer oh. way to go than other ways, right? That's awful. I literally yeah. almost did for my birthday just a bunch of women who were kidnapped to steal their babies. Oh my god, that's terrible. But everyone survived, so I thought you'd like that. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> if you'd like to see that, give us a shout-out at Murder Among Family on Instagram. Nobody's gonna want to see that. Or listen to it. It's a podcast. It's not a visual media. God. Okay, so, the defense put on the stand Charles March, who was a fertility specialist. But like most men, mm-hmm. he doesn't understand what a period is, or how conception mm-hmm. happens. Which is a lot of people's problem, right. apparently. So, right. he kind of was like, this is the date that Lacey told her friend that she was pregnant. And so I'm going to count back two weeks from that, and that's when she got pregnant. That was her conception. Murdered? Oh, oh. And so, so yeah. the baby is this old. But he okay. just picked the date out of his butt. 
He was wow. like, well, this is the day she told someone. Therefore, she got pregnant on this day. That's not how pregnancy happens. First of all, I didn't tell anyone for three yeah, months. No. You don't count back two day, two weeks and say that's when I got pregnant. That's not a fact. Also, check, yeah, true, true, check true. her medical files, you friggin' dumpster. Right, right. So when right. the prosecution pointed this out, that he just like arbitrarily picked a date and was trying to say that Connor was older than he was because he was just picking a date out of his butt, March became flustered and confused and then he said to the prosecutor you gotta cut me some slack uh-huh and what the prosecutor said slack no. for this other witness and the which completely undermined his credibility they're like this guy is wow. not a doctor he is a crazy person so yeah the defense rested which i wouldn't have uh, and the jurors, like, but, like, a bunch of stuff was happening. A bunch of jurors were taken off for misconduct. Um, the only real evidence is the supplier hair and the run for the border, which, to be honest, is a big deal. I'm sorry. If you're going to pull an OJ, you got to, like, actually pull an OJ. Yeah, true. Yeah, 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 true, true. And he was just really weird right after his wife died. He didn't do anything to try and find her. He didn't join search teams. He wouldn't go on the media. And you can say, okay, well, he was trying to not be seen on the media because he has a mistress but that doesn't stop you from searching for her he also and you're gonna love this he was using his mother's car to avoid media and he added two pornography television channels to his cable service only days after his wife disappeared what What? my wife is missing you know what i need the playboy channel yeah exactly who are you grandpa he then started trying to sell the house and he actually put an ad for Lacey's Land Rover and traded it in for a Dodge pickup. What? He traded in a, la- a, he, a Land he Rover for a Dodge pickup? He took his wife's car and traded it in yeah, for a different no. car. It's like, you know she's nope, not coming nope, back. Nope, nope, nope. You're getting rid of her yeah, stuff. God. He's he wow. either had no hope of her ever returning, so he's gonna get a, a Dodge pickup and move to the mountains. But how did he wind up leaving God. in a Mercedes? That's so it's so confusing. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. So true. November two thousand four, Scott was convicted of first degree murder for Lacey and second degree murder for Connor. Now I'm gonna say this. Oh, he was also sentenced to lethal yeah. injection. Injection. Yeah, he was that he sucks. was given the death penalty. I don't believe. Connor should have gotten the murder conviction. He wasn't born yeah. yet. I think there should be yeah. a special section of the law that says if you knowingly kill a, a pregnant woman because she's pregnant, like a hate crime. Right. Like if you're killing a black guy because he's right, black, right, right. or you're just killing a guy and he happens to be black, it's different. If you're killing a woman right. and she happens to be pregnant, or if you're killing the woman because she's pregnant, I think that's different. So yeah. Connor's yeah, life should be honored, but I don't think mm-hmm. he needs his own separate murder conviction. Right, right, right. I think it's a little heavy I see your I see your That being said, I also I don't it. believe in uh, any kind of uh, death sentence. I think it's stupid. Yeah. Let them rot yeah. in an especially hard yeah. prison. Yeah. Every day, just show them a picture of their murder victim, unless they get off on that, and then you show them puppies. Just one puppy that they can't touch. 
Just walk by with the puppy. Uh, See this puppy? Not for you. It's for a good prisoner. <laughs> good for a good prisoner. That sounds like an oxymoron. That's all I'm there are good prisoners. There's people in there for like an ounce of coke. Get over it. Friggin an ounce? It. No, they're probably in there for longer than Aaron. More than just an ounce. Yeah. No. Yeah. I gotta tell you. No. It's so racist uh. and it's so messed up. I don't want to. I don't want. We can't get into it because it's it's heartbreaking. But I like the it's amount of so appeal sad. and baloney and also like you can't get half the injectables to kill these people with. Lethal injection is not a nice way to die either, people. Don't fool yourself. You're basically burning a man alive internally. It would be much kinder to hang them or have a shooting squad. In some of the southern states, my favorite is they said they could do whatever drugs they want if they can get them. What? They were like, oh, you have to get your own murder drugs because we're going to use whatever we have and we don't have the right stuff. So it's basically like injecting them with bleach. Whoa, what? Yeah, it's just horribleness. And they like, but it doesn't look terrible because they sedate them. So you're not seeing them scream in pain because they're sedated. They basically paralyze them. And they should just smother them with like a pillow. It would be more accurate. That being said, the death penalty is not active currently in California. He's been sitting on like some kind of death row, but not really death row. He's been mounting appeal on top of appeal and at the last thing I heard he had an appeal with the Supreme Court of California I don't think it's going to go through yeah well I mean Jesus I I hope not can you hear Annie in the background it's extremely distracting it's the good Annie too the Broadway version no I can hear Annie it's fabulous the very good Annie Annie. Personally, I don't like I the remake, and it's not because time. they're black. I don't care that they're black. I think that an orphanage is an orphanage, and you can't. It doesn't mean the same to have six people on bunk beds in a foster home. Also, I don't believe Cameron Diaz is Miss Hannigan. What? Have you not seen the remake of Annie? That remake. Yeah. No. And Miss Hannigan redeems herself. We all know that awful. because we've all seen Annie. If not, please let us know at Murder. Among family at gmail.com. <laughs> but that's one email I won't be writing. Have you seen <laughs> Annie? Yeah. Okay, I so see you know Annie. how Miss Hannigan redeems herself at like the 11th hour? She's like, no, Rooster, don't kill her. She's just a baby. Yeah. Well, uh, in the remake, Cameron Diaz is like, oh no, I gotta call the cops because this is wrong. Cameron Diaz, you can't be the good guy and the bad guy. You just have to basically not be a dirt bag at the end of it. Well, Plus Carol Burnett as Miss Hannigan, you know. delicious. It's everything. Yeah, oh my god, it's really? amazing. And the really? guy from Rocky Horror, the guy who plays the doctor, he's yeah. Rooster. Tim, what's his face? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, he's amazing. Uh, the most amazing Rooster. It was perfect. Interesting. I haven't watched Annie in a long, 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 long time. Um, we should all watch Annie immediately. So apply to our Patreon if you want to see <laughs> me and Aaron watch Annie or other Lifetime movies about the horrible cases that we cover. We'll watch the Scott Peterson one, My too, God. to see that douchebag from Fox News. Matt Lauer? I mean, 
the equivalent of. He's like a dumpster Matt Lauer. But he's on Fox News talking oh, about great. his rights to bear arms and blow himself. I don't really get it. Oh, Jesus. Okay, well, that's it for Jesus. tonight. It is crazy late. That's this it. This is the longest episode it, we've it ever great. made. It is long. so long. It is a Sorry, long Mom. Yeah. I'm sure Mom loves Maybe. it, though. She, she breaks it down into tiny parts so she could do her walks. <laughs> Smart. Right? She's amazing. Smart. Oh, God. oh and I've been doing kettlebell swings every day, but only ten. So I'm not dying. Oh my God. Pam, I can't. You're gonna be like, what? I'm like a supermodel. You're gonna have Michelle Obama on. I do have again. to tell you, I caught a, a glimpse of myself on the baby monitor and I'm like, what kind of golem is this? <laughs> That's terrible. Like, what is this horrible monster that I eat my child and I'm like oh wait no it's me at a really horrible angle thank you baby monitor I thought I had self esteem today oh my gosh (laughs) it turns out I didn't oh my god that's awful yeah lord it's not great okay I love you Erin well I love you and we'll catch you guys next time bye